Mother Nature is trying to trick me into thinking that winter is over and that all is well because I love a good sunny day. And today was a beautiful sunny day. It was like 60 something degrees. It's still January y'all, but I don't know. It feels a little bit like spring. It's giving me all the spring vibes. It's making me feel very hopeful, even though I know probably we'll get dumped with a bunch of snow in the next couple of weeks out of the blue. But regardless, when I think of spring, I think of gardens and flowers. Even though I have a black thumb, I really love the thought of being a garden person. And I'd love to plant a flower bed, but maybe you have a beautiful flower bed. And so I want to ask you, if that's you, what would you do if your flower bed was full of weeds? I mean, not just ugly weeds, but like the really pretty flowering weeds, like they don't look ugly. Would you leave them there? Of course you wouldn't, because if you did, they would crowd out the good stuff and eventually affect the health of your flower bed. So you need to weed those suckers out, right? So that you can have a thriving flower garden. So this is exactly the same with your email list. You have to clean it out. And today we're going to learn why list cleanup is so important and how you should do it. So grab your digital gloves. Let's get cleaning watch your email list bloom. <laughs> Was that too cheesy? Yeah, it's a little cheesy, but we're going to roll with it. Welcome to Copy That Converts, the podcast that gives you copywriting and email marketing tips to help your business connect with ideal clients who will actually buy. Consider me your bossy big sister for your business. I'll tell you exactly what to do to create high converting copy so you can close your laptop with confidence knowing that you've created words that work. I'm Megan Wisdom, a certified copywriter and bona fide big sis who's helped five, six, and seven figure business owners make thousands of dollars through email marketing. And I want to help you do that too. Get ready for some no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is advice with a sprinkle of fun as we learn how to create copy that converts into sales. I'm going to ask a quick favor. Whatever podcast app you're using to listen to this show right now, we just open it up, scroll down, and leave a five-star review because that will allow me to help other business owners. So do me a solid by leaving a review so then I can do a solid to other business owners, okay? It's like the circle of love. We are getting close to Valentine's Day, so do me a favor and leave some love on the, on the podcast if it's helped you in any way. Okay, and let me help you out as to why you need to clean your email list regularly. There's several good reasons for this. Number one is that you are gonna have better open rates when you do this. I know it seems kind of weird to think that if you deleted thousands of people from your list, that suddenly your email open rates are gonna go up and in your click-through rates, but they do because it's simple math. Here's how open rates are calculated. You divide the number of unique opens by the number of delivered emails and then you multiply by 100 to get the percentage. So if you're sending to, let's say, 20,000 people and 10,000 of those people are not reading your emails, of course your open rates are going to go down. Of course your click-through rates are going to go down because you're looking at what percentage is taking an action versus the whole. So why would you keep those people on your list if they're not even engaged? Those inactive subscribers are dragging down your open rates and your sales, let's be honest, your conversion rates. And who doesn't like a really good metric, right? I mean, it makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. You know what's even better than a cool KPI for a small business owner? Saving money. Yes, sir, you can save money if you would just clean up your list. Most email service providers actually charge you for the size of your list. So when you remove inactive ones, it's gonna cut costs. Although I will say, side note, this is why I use Flowdesk. 
it has a flat rate pricing plan. So you're not charged based on the size of your list. So if you're interested in looking at Flowdesk as your email service provider, check out, there's a link in the show notes that you can use. And I think it will save you money too. Mm. Another money saving tool. What's not to like? All right. So click that show note link if you're interested in Flowdesk, but regardless, whatever provider you're using, You can save money if you cut out the people who aren't even reading your emails when you send them every time. And by doing so, you're going to have more accurate data. A clean list reflects your true audience. You're going to have more reliable data as far as like what people are interested in, what their patterns of behaviors are. All that stuff is going to be cleaner and more accurate than if you have a bunch of people who are just hit or miss, not really interested, etc. So what exactly makes a person inactive? How do you identify inactive people? Well, partly that's up to you. Some email service providers like ConvertKit and Flowdesk will identify for you, or you can create your own parameters to determine what you decide as being inactive. Is it someone who has never opened an email since they signed up in the last 30 days? Is it somebody who's never opened an email in 60 days or 90 days? You can choose, but you want to look at their patterns of behavior, then tag them as inactive if your email platform doesn't do that for you already. Okay, so how exactly do you get an an active person off of your list? There are two ways to go about this. Number one, you can create a re-engage campaign. This is a last ditch effort to get people to interact with your emails. We're going to talk about this more in depth next week, exactly what to include in a re-engage campaign, what you're looking for, how you can actually get people to be more interested in your emails. That's your first option. And it's honestly the option that I would recommend if you have the time, energy, and effort. But you can also do number two, which is just simply to identify, tag, and delete the inactive people on your list. I won't deny it, it's hard. It's scary when you do this for the very first time. Everyone feels the same way, so take comfort in that. You'll be hovering over that delete button, and meantime, boys to men will be singing, it's so hard to say to goodbye to yesterday in your head. Or maybe not, but if you're from my era, (laughs) you would be. Um, And you'll be wondering if you're about to make a big mistake because oftentimes it's very easy to find thousands of people on your list who are not interacting at all and haven't for months. And it feels very hard to delete 2,000 people in one big chunk. But just know, this is not goodbye forever. They can absolutely resubscribe if they really want your content but they haven't been showing that they really want your content. Let's be honest, if you're hanging on to inactive people, it's kind of like if you're in the dating scene and you've been ghosted and you just keep trying to reach out to that person and they're not responding, it's time to say sayonara and it's okay, goodbye, see ya. We don't want those people there. Because cleaning your list isn't just about removing names. It's about attracting the right ones. Your email list should be a reflection of thriving, vibrant community that wants to be there, that wants what you have to offer. If they don't, then it's okay to part ways. There's no reason to keep them around. They're just like those weeds choking out the sun from the flowers that you really want to grow in your flower bed. So make it a habit. I would recommend every quarter going in and doing a list cleanup. If you can can't commit to doing every quarter, then at least do it twice a year, twice a year. But that could be a big cleanup. Just be warned. It could be a big number and it might be even scarier. But remember, deep breaths. We're saying goodbye to people who don't want to be there and it's okay. They can go. 
Okay, come back next week and we'll talk about that re-engage campaign. If you're ready to do that, if you're not ready to delete all those names, let's talk about how we can set it up and maybe, maybe cast our net wide enough to get them re-engaged with our content once again. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I'd be so grateful if you shared it with a business bestie or better yet, leave a review on iTunes because by doing so, you'll help this podcast reach more business owners who can learn how to use copywriting to grow their businesses. And that's what we're all about here. So thanks.